Hey, howdy, hi, this is a Res Major Laser Big Laser coming at you with a special announcement. It is time for the Make Fun Network Secret Santa. All the information that you need to sign up is at makefun.network. You have until midnight on Thanksgiving Day to get in on the fun, and emails will go out that weekend. Have fun, stay butts. Wait, um, have butts, stay fun. Yeah, there we go. Have butts, stay fun. Laters! <laughs> Brought to you by Make Fun Network. Welcome to the top five of death. Where listeners vote and everyone dies. Listen and die. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Top 5 of Death. I'm Matt, and I'm all by myself for the entire episode. I don't think I've ever done an episode uh, for any podcast on Make Fun Network, or at all for that matter, by myself entirely. So here is a brand new version of the show. The reason for this episode this week is I just got back from my honeymoon in Disney World, and it was wonderful, it was fabulous, but because of that, there was not a lot of time. There wasn't a lot of time to record. The window of opportunity wasn't really there. So while I was gone, I, I posed some questions to you, the fun butts. And if you want to become a fun butt, become a fun butt at makefun.network or go on Facebook and search for Make Fun Network there and join the group and become a fun butt and participate in all the fun stuff there. Now, I asked, uh, we're just going to do a listener email. Uh, email. No one emailed a question. Not a single person because they didn't ask for an email. I'm an idiot. But um, no, we'll do listener comments and questions through that regard. So I don't know. Other podcasts do this. I I enjoy other po- when other podcasts do this. So I figured, why not? I could definitely do this. I don't want to make sure that you're getting some form of new content, new episode this week. So it, it ultimately was my fault for getting married and going on a honeymoon. Uh, that's why we couldn't record. So as, you know, penance for doing such a atrocity to all of you fun butts, I, I am recording this episode on my own. Uh, before I do that, uh, I just wanted to plug right at the top, there is the Patreon. The Patreon's doing really well. We're really close to our, our, our second tier goal. We've already unlocked one tier goal, and that would be the uh, a show it's kind of like a casual discussion amongst the hosts on Make Fun Network. Uh, we hit that goal, but we're very close to hitting the next tier goal, which would be a brand new show uh, called Headline Horse Reads the Headlines. Uh, actually, no, let's go with uh, Headlines with Headline Horse. Eh, then it's a name, it's a work in progress. So maybe I'll put up a poll on which which show title we like better. But Headline Horse has agreed to read some news headlines. He might have, you know, some people help him do that from time to time, but you know, you know, headline horse is a, he's a, uh, he's a, he's a horse out of time. You know, he's trying to make sense of this crazy world and the, the, the changes that happen the best way he can. And he's trying his best. So what better way to get a, a grip on the world today, other than just headlines from around the globe. Uh, so headlines with headline horse or whatever the title may be, but we're very close to that, so if you want to hear that show, go to patreon.com slash makefunnetwork. Uh, support, the sh- uh, sh- support your goal 
in any way, shape, or form, or any show for that matter, on Make Fun Network. Uh, they're all they're all great. Go check out Patreon.com/slash/MakeFunNetwork. Now, let us get into your questions for me about me or just anything in general. So we have uh, a hand, a good good amount of comments here. I haven't really looked at these. I'm trying to catch them kind of fresh. So if you ask me something crazy, I either will answer it or be embarrassed about it right here, right now. So let's jump right in. The first question comes from Janet Skarsgård. Uh, they say, since you are a new homeowner, have you put in any protections slash wards to keep the uncanny out of your house, i.e. hang a horseshoe to keep out fey, grow some wolfsbane, carve a seal of Solomon into the floor in case of demon possession? Uh, the only thing that I have actually done so far is I have outlined my entire house uh, in a giant perimeter of salt. Mainly because I, I live in near Salem, Massachusetts, which is full, full of just you know the uncanny, as you put it, and, and things like that. But uh, it is my understanding that a, a ring of salt will will keep all all the things that I don't want out. Uh, however, it is real tricky to keep a perimeter of salt around my car when I leave. It's been quite an ordeal, but so far so good. Uh, no fey, no um, uh, no demon possessions that I know of. That I know of. I haven't actually. No, I think I said like a demon's name like a hundred times <laughs> the other day on one of the other shows. So I might have screwed myself over there. But uh, uh, so yes, the perimeter of salt. So don't touch it if you come by. Don't use it for your French fries. Don't use it for any type of seasoning. It is literally there to protect my family. So I would appreciate it if you just left it alone. Uh, moving on to oh god, it's Chucky. Chucky has a question. Chucky says, "When my top five idea, <laughs> when can my top five of death idea go uh, form go into effect?" I'm putting you on the spot, uh, Chucky. Uh, but then he says, "But seriously, did you ever think that your podcast would become a source of joy, highlight of the week, etc., for so many people?" <laughs> oh, Chucky, what won't you say? Uh, so for those who aren't uh, familiar with what Chucky is talking about, mind if I call you Chucky? I'm going to call you Chucky. Um, he, he made a, uh, a form, a Google form or, or some form, I think it's a Google form for people to submit their show ideas in a way for us to keep track of them. And I said, oh, let me look at it. And I, like, I put it on the back burner. Um, not, not for any other reason. It's just like the Patreon was still being developed. I just didn't have time to really think about a good way to roll it out. But, um. I think I think we, we can just roll it out for now and until the website's done. It probably won't have a permanent place, but we can we can at least start sharing the link and maybe I'll put it in the you know what I'll do I'll put it in the uh, description of the group page and that way uh, if anyone has a question and we can point people there to fill out the Google form because it's really awesome. I took a look at it. It was it was a wonderful thing and I, I thank you so much, Chucky, for that. And uh, we'll definitely get that going. Hopefully, before the end of the month, we'll 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 put the timestamp on that. I mean, it's so easy. I think I could just put the link in there anytime. But we'll get that going as soon as possible. Uh, and to answer your second question, did I ever think that the podcast would become a source of joy, highlight of the week, etc., for so many people? Um, I certainly hoped that it would. Uh, that was, you know, I as I've mentioned before on this sh- on the show, I don't do anything. I don't do anything for fun pretty much exclusively everything i do 
I strive to become as successful or reach the highest point I possibly can with it. So much so that it, it, you know, that I get joy from doing these things, from the levels of success I can achieve, and I'm always, always striving to to reach for the next goal. Uh, it's what drives me. It's what you know gives me my ambition. Uh, so the fact that the top five of death has become what it has become is a very uh, pleasant surprise, especially to all of us. When we BWK and Dooley did the first episode. And then, like the first, you know, ten episodes or so, or so, uh, we we made it onto the iTunes. Like, uh, what was it called? The uh, hot and uh, what the hell was the phrase? It was it was the front page of Facebook. Oh, it was the news and noteworthy section. Uh, when we first came out, we we for some reason we just caught pretty quickly, and we were on the the news and noteworthy section of the front page of Apple Podcasts, and that kind of skyrocketed us. To where we are today, which is doing pretty good, doing pretty good, um, better than you know. I'm very thankful for the level that we've achieved. I I would love you know just growing it more and more is is the goal. But uh, I'm I'm super pumped. Uh, Top five of death is a huge point of pride for me. Make fun network is a huge point of pride. I'm I'm very thankful and I'm very appreciative of of, of everyone supporting the things that we do, and you know being willing to you know come along for the ride and to those who have supported top five of death of death in the past and are supporting make fun network now via the Patreon and things like that. So, um, I didn't think I would have a network. I didn't think it would get to this point, but I'm super happy that it has. And I'm very excited to look forward to what happens in the future. Now, moving on to Dr. Dan Chapman. When will you buy a Nintendo switch? I know my favorite game of all time. Overwatch is now on the switch. I don't know. The the Overwatch is on the Switch. Um, X Men, uh, not uh, Ultimate Alliance is on. Uh, three is on the Switch. Smash Bros. Uh, I don't know what I'm waiting on. I guess I really don't. Um, geez, I don't know when I will buy it. I'm still very much enjoying my 3DS from time to time, but I feel like a th- like a Nintendo Switch really becomes uh becomes some people's main form of of console and I just don't think I don't think that it offers me anything so much more that would make me put down my my Xbox or my my PC. So I don't know. I might never buy a Switch. I might not. I I I don't know. When the price comes down a little bit maybe I will. But that's what I do all the time. I always get in way late on everything. So I don't know whenever when like the Switch Two comes out, I'll probably finally get a Switch One and, and enjoy everything there. So who knows? Uh, moving on, uh, Drew Willingham, fresh butt. Uh, when will the Paul the podcast get a video stream? Was this before? Was this before the Patreon? No, three days ago. Uh, it will get a video stream. That's actually the top five of death tier. Um, when will that roll out? I mean, it should roll out within before the end of the month. Um, I'm looking into that now. It'll probably be a work in progress. And by that, I mean, um, production might be a little rough when we start out, but to honor the Patreon, the, a video stream with a chat will be, uh, accessible. If that's, that's something that you're interested in, if you want to watch us record top five of death live and interact with us as we're doing it, um, 
go to patreon.com slash make fun network sign up for either the make fun network ultimate tier or which uh is finite and i don't know how many we have left uh but we're we're freezing it at a certain number for that and that gets you everything on the make fun network patreon including and that gets you grandfathered in for anything that might happen in the future uh, I don't know. Who knows? Maybe Dave Chappelle's like, I want to do a show on Make Fun Network only on the Patreon. You'd get that uh, for that early access price at patreon.com slash makefunnetwork. Um, but you can sign up there or the make, or the Top 5 of Death uh, specific tier. And you can interact with us and have fun. And, and who knows? I think that's going to be – I think that's going to be the logical next step for Top 5 of Death and things like that and Make Fun Network in general. So to answer your question, it already should exist and it will very soon. Moving on to Daniel Sepultura. Uh, honest answer for you. For me? Are you answering my question? Um, honest answer, I think, from you. Uh, what do you think of the music I've been showing you? I'd like feedback to see uh, on what I could change or introduce. Uh, also, what do you think of McKinney Manor? What a loaded question. You're going to get me all fired up. And, oh, he's got a few questions. All right, so I'll, I'll go through these one at a time. Daniel Sepultura. Uh, so there was, I, I like, I like more of it than I dislike it that the last, uh, I should go back and look. I, I listen to him all the time. I do listen to him. I neglect to comment sometimes because sometimes the comment I want to make is like too long. And then I just talk myself out of wanting to do it because I don't want to like, because pretty much for those who don't know, he posts a, um, a, like a, a song, like a, uh, like a Latin song or a Spanish song for me because i i do like that music i don't know it very much so he's kind of like showing me a few things that he thinks that i uh, i may or may not like and i do listen to all of them i want to say maybe the last one you posted i like really didn't like it was one where you said like all the song you hear in every like spanish american or uh barbershop or something like that i did not like that song at all but the other ones i liked more so i hope that answers your question what do i think of mccanny manor um, it's not a haunted house. It's a torture simulator. It is not a haunted house at all. The thing that, and this burns everybody's ass in the haunted house industry because every year, every like news outlet always runs with the fucking story. Like, you know, you have to sign a 40 page waiver to survive this house. No one has survived it. It's a scam. It's horseshit. It's not a haunted house. There's no theme to it. There's no real acting. It's a torture simulator. If that's what you want to do, then please feel free. But here's the inside tip about it. Uh, The reason why no one survives it is because the dude who runs it, you have to like go through, you have to be interviewed to go through it. And he's not picking people of strong mind. He cherry picks the people who he thinks won't be able to withstand it. And those are the people that he allows to go in. And that's why it has like the record it does because there are plenty of people in the world who can go there and just you know survive it and be like whatever about it. Essentially, you you pay someone to waterboard you and it's like whatever. Uh, it sucks. It's a fucking joke. Uh, the third question from Daniel Sepotara: Would you ever consider doing a video of you and Fro playing video games and just talk over them like Game Grumps? Uh, keep up the amazing work. I love the effort you put in everything. Me and my brother get so many laughs from everything. Oh, thank you so much. I didn't know the uh, your brother listened to it. Who's your brother? Is is he also a sepultura? I have a question for you. What do you think of that? Uh, we have actually thought of it. We were going to, uh, and this is what I do too, 
every time I have an idea for everything, I probably execute on 25% of every idea I come up with. Uh, that's just how my brain works. But Fro and I, I've, I, Fro will do kind of whatever. I really kind of have to do everything in, I have to bring him to water for him to drink it. Uh, but he will do it if I put in <laughs> everything around it. So it'll happen eventually. I think so. I think it's a good idea. Uh, Ramadan asks, will Dooley ever come back as a guest host? I don't even have to ask Dooley. Uh, second question from him. What is the biggest argument you have ever had with another host off the air? Uh, not Fro's cat piss story. Uh, I, <laughs> I got in. So doing the show, a lot of people know, can tell, like BWK and I are very different people. Uh, one thing that I have learned doing this show is I, I can't expect the same amount of, um, I won't say the same amount. I can't expect the same type of ambition and um, like a like goal setting or achieving from other people, you know that that I have. I am an, an insane person. Like I said earlier, I don't do anything for fun. So for me, like I'm like, yeah, let's let's work every day <laughs> and and see you know how far we can do this. Uh, but other people have you know, other things to do in their lives and they can't commit, um, to it as much as, uh, either they want to, or I, I give off the effect of expecting them to. So I've gotten into it with pretty much everybody on the show about things like that. Um, not so much recently, probably not so much within the past like year and a half, two years, uh, but there was a time when it was like it was pretty tumultuous outside of like the show itself, just because I was always pushing to do uh, the next big thing. Let's do this. Let's do that. And other people weren't on board at this like to the same degree I was, and that was a uh, I confused that for like lack of commitment. When ultimately it's really just like an, a different approach. Um, so. Things have changed. Um, dynamics have changed a little bit more, and I've I've just learned to accept um, that people will give and do what they feel comfortable with and what they can do, and that is perfectly fine. Uh, and it's it's to be honest, it's it's made everything a lot more. Um, uh, I don't want to say tolerable, but a lot more pleasant uh, in the general sense. Um, and it is what it is, and that's fine because I'm going to keep doing the show. I can hold myself to that degree. And I can hold myself accountable. And like I said, I'm doing this show right now by myself. You know, um, I'm sure if I wanted to, I could have gotten a huge tiff and been like, "No, I'm coming home for my honeymoon. I'm going to be home late, but we got to get the episode out." You know, and, and yada yada. And it it is what it is. But we've had a we've had a couple of uh, we've had a couple not shouting matches at all, but stern discussions amongst each other. Um, but nothing too too insane. Uh, James Herrig. Uh, what's your favorite episode? Oh boy, you know my. All right, I can answer this question. My favorite episode is every episode from uh, Fun Butt's favorite moments. Those are all my favorite episodes because they have such good bits, things that I didn't even think of. If you're new to the show, or you just want to trip down memory lane, or you just want to laugh or have a good time, go listen to the Fun Butt favorite moments episodes. There are bits from that that I just forgot about, and when I was recording and doing that episode uh, and editing it, I. I I like teared up a couple times because of like all the nice things people were saying, and then on top of that, how f- how much fun and how funny the f- the the bits were that I just 
completely forgot about. So those are my favorite episodes. And uh, he also asked, what is the one guest you uh, want the most on the show? The one guest, huh? Is this like a, like a celebrity? I don't know. I don't know. Um, If I could have one person on the show for a top five, I would probably, I would go with, <laughs> I would go with The Undertaker. Just because he never does podcasts. I don't think he'd ever do anything like it. And if I ever got him or got to be able to, to talk to him, I'd be fucking nuts. So I'll go with The Undertaker, dude. Uh, as Ben Jansen says, who's my favorite fun butt? And, uh, you know, Angela Willingham, according to her, I am very talented and great looking. Uh, things I cannot disagree with. And you know what? I don't see anybody else, you know, paying me such a compliment. So I'm going to go. My current favorite uh, fun butt would be uh, Angela Willingham, who appears every day in my Facebook uh, suggested friends group but will not friend request me. And I'm not going to friend request her either. Um, But I'm just assuming that I must appear in hers as much as she appears in mine. Uh, Her husband is a friend of mine. Uh, He, I play X, I play uh, Overwatch with him, you know, on the semi reg. I talk to him, but uh, she, on the other hand, will not be my friend, but she has my favorite fun, butt because she acknowledges my handsomeness. Uh, A res big laser says, how much butts could a fun butt butt if a fun butt could butt butts? Um, two, three, four, five, eight. I'm going with eight. Jake Polly, how many chickens would it take to kill an elephant? Holy shit. Oh my god, that's a good question. How many chickens would it take to kill an elephant? Jesus Christ, I'm going to ask this question to everyone I, I see tomorrow. Ah, God. How many fucking ele- chickens? I'm gonna say honestly to kill to kill an elephant. I'm gonna say two thousand chickens, two thousand. Because you gotta think the elephants taking out huge, huge swaths of chickens in like, you know, steps and kicks and trunk movements. I would say two thousand, two thousand chickens. Uh, Zach Barmack, the fun mutt with a rhyming name. Do you ever feel that make fun? Uh, that the make fun is successful. If so, how would you say it has impacted my professional career? Uh, It's impacted my professional career by um, taking time out of it, (laughs) I guess. I don't know. I mean, I don't don't personally benefit from anything that Make Fun does. Everything that Make Fun does goes back into Make Fun to grow it in some way, shape, or form. Um, So I... I mean, I guess technically I'm not not a professional at this at all. I'm a professional improviser. I get paid to do that. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, I feel it's a. Uh, I feel it is successful. Could it be more successful? Of course. If anyone thinks that something can't be better or more than what it is, then in my opinion, they've given up. You know, to be content is to be mediocre, in my opinion. So always striving to be better or to reach that next level um, is important, especially to me. Uh, So I I feel like it it is successful so far, and I hope to gain more success moving forward. Stu Colson, handsome butt, uh, when are we going to get that metal episode? I don't know. Probably soon because we had the the, uh, spook fest, which just ended, and then we have November, so we'll 
it's not too thematic there, but then we'll have Christmas episodes. So maybe we'll try to maybe I'll try to do it uh, in the next episode or two. I'll try. I'll try. It all depends on on who's available for hosts and such. Brian Davis, uh, what is one project you wish you could really get up and running for Make Fun? Um, that would probably be uh, so. It's interesting because now uh, running the network and things like that, I'm a little bit more of like a program manager, and I'm I'm trying to make sure that things that I want to happen don't involve me too much. Uh, so I really would like to get into uh, some other types of media, to be honest. I'd like to – other podcasts. I'd like to get into streaming or find someone – who has like a decent okay following and get them on make fun. I'd like to have, I'd like the Patreon for make fun to, to be uh, as successful as possible so that I don't know, like it's, it's a network. If I acquired somebody, um, if I could, you know, that would only benefit make fun and take us to the next level. Like that's what I would do. That's kind of what it is. Make fun network ultimately is a, a business, so to speak. So, um, the project I wish would, pro- I think other content as far as that goes, I'd like to get someone who could be, you know, committed to streaming and I think is worth the time and effort to support that, that person. Uh, streaming is no fucking joke. Streaming to be successful streaming. It's, it's all day. It's forever. It's like, you got to commit to such a rigorous schedule. It is its own monster. You have to do, you have to do it consistently you got to be good you got to be entertaining you can't be just somebody who plays video games it's so much more than that it's so much more than that do i think i could do it i of course i fucking do i'm so arrogant and i'm so full of myself but i really do it uh i definitely think i could i could be entertaining while playing video games and, and doing that but i can't commit to a schedule that it takes to be successful for that so maybe i'll do a stream here and there once i get everything up and running which i already have i have all the hardware and the components for it um, but I can't commit to the level of uh, scheduling that requires the success of a streamer. Um, so I think that'd be my next project. There are a couple other shows or types of shows I am looking for. Um, other than that, and just other video, video in general, is to answer your question. Video in general. Uh, Kate Davis, Katie Davis, I'm sorry. Uh, what already done top five episode topic would you like to revisit uh, the most and with what host? Um, to revisit, uh, I'd love to, um, <laughs> I'd love to revisit, um, the pretty much any of the, whatever we made up episodes. I, I have so much fun doing those. They're so, I, they're so good. The jokes we made up, the movies we made up, the horror movie icons, all those things. I would love to revisit those. Um, we haven't really, I don't know. I, we may or may not have done a, a version two but someone in the comments here who was it blah 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 Arez says i like the idea of a repeat um of a repeat with hosts that weren't there i like that too um so maybe we'll we will do that especially now that we have a couple more hosts in the bag um but any of the ones where i can just be a goofy idiot i love it i love it i love it i love it george chipperoni zombie apocalypse is around the corner what weapons do you have um crowbar Crowbar is my go-to weapon for the zombie apocalypse. It's, it's made of steel. It's pointed. Uh, it's heavy. It's durable. It can get you in the places. It won't break. It doesn't run out of ammo. It's great. Crowbar, in my opinion, is the ultimate 
zombie apocalypse weapon slash tool. Dingus Adams, what is your recommendation for the most efficient way to remove broken glass from your own anus? Asking for a friend. Broken glass? Uh, from your own anus. Okay. Um, you know what I would do? This is what I would do. Okay, this is what you do. You go to a toy store. Okay, you go to a toy store. And you get one of those like plastic fishing games, the ones that you wind up and uh, it rotates. And as it rotates, these like little fish uh, open their mouths and they kind of like they come up a little bit and they close their mouths and they come down. And the object is to put like a, a little fake rod with a little piece of plastic on a string that's supposed to be like a fishing hook and, and catch it in there. Sometimes it's magnetized. But all you do is you get the game, you wind it up. You crouch over it with your bare ass exposed, and then you you squat down at a level where the little tiny plastic fish can get up and pinch the piece of glass and pull it out of your anus. So that would be my suggestion for that. Uh, test human, hypothetical question. If there was a technological uprising, which side uh, would you be on? Answer carefully. Um, Let's see. I I just passed my AWS Solutions Architect exam. So I'm a cloud man now is what I call myself. Um, I do like tech. Uh, it is great. I'm a big, I'm a big, you know, tech enthusiast. Um, I, I don't know. I pro- I mean, I don't like doing anything. I'm assuming, I'm assuming robot or like robot overlords would would do everything for me. I'm assuming. So if that's the case, I'll be on the robot side. Um, if not, then I'll be on the human side. So it's really up to you. Make me an offer is what I'm saying. Jared Manning, where is the strangest place that you have either urinated or, uh, I think he meant defecated, but he wrote dedicated, uh, where is this place that I've urinated? Um, I think walking down a sidewalk one time from my friend's house when I was uh littler, I was, I had to pee so bad it was nighttime and it was dark, but it was just like a like a suburban sidewalk. Those houses right there. But I just was walking while I peed. So that was pretty weird. Uh, the weirdest place that I've dedicated, uh, probably, um, probably at like, uh, like somebody's house basement, like punk rock show where like I dedicated a song to someone in the audience. Uh, Bob Burnoff, where's Jeff? I don't know. He's your nephew, isn't he? Why don't you uh, find out yourself? Uh, oh, we're already at the end. Well, hot dog. Tyler Adams, the last question here. What are some of your favorite non-Marvel or DC titles and characters? Um, okay. Non-Marvel or DC books that I enjoyed. Um, I really liked uh, – I read this uh, – what the hell was it called? Oh, Southern Bastards was really good. Uh, that's an indie title. It's about like a, like, a, like a football town. It's really good. Southern Bastards. Check it out. Um, oh, God. What is that guy? Oh, Luther Strode. Uh, Luther, Luther Strode is a uh, a comic book character who's an absolute animal, and the comic book is so hyper violent. Oh, that speaking of like hyper violent um, comic books, Crossed. You can just pick up an like an issue of Crossed. It's like looking at the just pictures of just like crazy shit people drawing. You you just look at it and you're in awe of like who the hell thought of this and was able to draw it so vividly. Well, not even vividly, but it's fucking nuts. Uh, I like those. Um, trying to think what else. Uh, though there's a uh, there's a a, a child horror uh, comic that I like called Graveyard Gang. Uh, it's super cute. I love child horror, and um, it's an indie thing. You should check it out. I think it's like graveyardgang dot com, or if you Google Graveyard Gang, um, it's wonderful. So for all you fun butts that have kids, 
and you're looking for like a way to get them in the comic books, I, I highly recommend Graveyard Gang. Really, really fun stuff. The art is super cute. It's super fun. Uh, full, full endorse there. Um, that brings us to the end of the episode. Uh, and so that's that's going to be it. Uh, like I said, I wanted to just get the episode out. I wanted to make sure you had something. Talking for 30 minutes straight. fucking hard. Also, I'm very tired. I just got back from traveling and, oh boy, are my uh, my butt tired. My butt's tired from sitting on glass. I wrote that question to myself earlier. I didn't want to. <laughs> That's me. Uh, Dingus Adams is me. <laughs> Imagine it was. I'd be ashamed of myself. Uh, but yeah, no, this has been fun. Maybe we'll do some more stuff later. Or maybe we'll do uh, episodes with other people. I'd love to see Fro try to do this. I'd love to see it. I'd sit and watch him and not even offer any help. Uh, but thank you so much for, for listening. We'll be back next week with a, a, a full episode. Uh, who will be here? I don't know. We'll see who's available. But thanks so much. Also, once again, patreon.com slash network. Also, uh, as you heard at the beginning of the show, the Make Fun Network Secret Santa is back. If you want to participate in an incredible Secret Santa, uh, go to makefun.network or go on facebook.com, become a part of the Make Fun Network group. And sign up for the Make Fun Network Secret Santa. You got to do it. It's a lot of fun. We did it last year for the first time. It was a huge success. Arez is the absolute king of Secret Santas. And he does such a wonderful job facilitating it. I can't thank him enough for it. So go do that. Also, go check out the other shows on Make Fun Network. Go check out Over Under Fair. Go check out Kitty Cat Podcast. Uh, Go check out Encyclocomica, the new show. It's getting a lot of hype. Very happy about that. Uh, go go check out all the stuff. Go to makefun.network uh, and learn about all the stuff there. And as always, uh, smell you later.